0: You're listening to a ShockCast Original. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast. The podcast that likes to yell, Avast! I've been watching too many pirate movies. Today we have Karami Kamil,
1: what's up guys,
0: and Nicholas John, Arr. namely the Rude Van Nieselrooy and Wayne Rooney of the podcast, I am Kleberson. he's a World Cup winner, you know, <laughs> that is so rich. <laughs> Match day seven of the Premier League happened at the weekend. The biggest game was uh, Liverpool v Man City. Uh, Liverpool went in front twice, only to concede just minutes after each goal. At the end, uh, it was a two all draw. Karam, you said you hoped it wasn't a goalless draw, and uh, you got your wish.
1: Yes, Faisal, I think this is the first wish that has been granted for a couple of years for me. Uh, <laughs> It's been that long. Uh, it was a great match, though. Uh, end-to-end match. Entertaining. It was fast-paced. Uh, there were goals galore. There were some quality goals, especially the Mo Salah's goal. I think City started strongly in that game, but Liverpool came out in the second half looking like a totally different team and balanced the match. They they scored first. Uh, it, it was a great match to watch.
0: Maybe not so entertaining for Liverpool fans, <laughs> uh, especially in the first half. As you said, uh, Liverpool's midfield, they had an off day. Henderson wasn't at his best, neither was Fabinho. Um, I think that was the biggest contributor to the result. Um, And not to mention James Milner. I mean, filling in for Trent Alexander-Arnold at right back, right? And uh, it seemed that City were targeting him specifically (laughs) as the weakest link. he was lucky not to be red-carded. Yes,
2: and, and Pep Guardiola was furious about that. He insisted that that Milner should have been sent off. And um, it, it may have had an impact on the game itself because he actually played a part in, in one of Liverpool's goals. So had he been given his marching orders, the game could have ended up very differently. Uh, but I think watching the game at Anfield, you can see why these two teams are the title contenders this season. There was just
1: simply quality on the pitch. We just, we just have to comment a little bit on the Salah's goal because he beat, I think, four or five defenders before scoring that worldly goal. He was just unplayable, I think, uh, against City last night. Like Klopp said, Klopp said, I, I think that goal will be remembered, will be talked about for the next five or six decades. So uh, unlike his name, Salah is doing much thing right, I guess.
2: And I think based on current form, Salah has to be one of one of the best, if not the best strikers in Europe at the moment, based on, on how he's been been performing uh, this season. And he's already shown what he's capable of doing. So I think that Liverpool should do whatever it takes to make sure that they don't lose him at the end of the season, because his contract extension is not signed yet. And after what he's shown so far, I, I think teams will be lining up to sign him.
0: So as it stands, Liverpool are second in the table, one point above City. At the top of the table are Chelsea, who beat Southampton a 3-1. They sealed the win with two late goals.
1: Yes, I think we've predicted this in our previous podcast. They lost their last match, Chelsea. So they bounced back against Southampton. But uh, to score two late goals in that match, I think it was because of a Southampton player who was sent off, James Ward-Prowse. Uh, I would have liked to see Chelsea seal the match earlier, but nonetheless, it's still three points, and they are top of the table, still being one of the contenders this season.
2: Yeah, and it's good to see Timo Werner scoring again. I mean, how many years Finally, has he not scored? Right, yeah, <laughs> right. Finally. I can't remember the last time yeah. he scored. And, and 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 like we said before, if Chelsea are going to be title contenders in matches where Romelu Lukaku has a quiet game, which he did against Southampton. Uh, it's crucial that the other strikers sort of like step in and 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 do their part, and and that's what we are seeing uh, at Chelsea at the moment. So that's quite encouraging as well.
1: And I've read it somewhere that Werner has the most goals disallowed by VAR for a striker. I I, I can't remember the figure, but the the stats was crazy. I think he was he's just un, unlucky at Chelsea at the moment. All right.
0: Manchester United, one-all draw with Everton. Uh, Red Devils are now winless in three Premier League games. (laughs) What else needs to be said, guys?
2: Another underwhelming performance by United. Okay, to to be fair though, this was a bit of an improvement from their uh, performance during the defeat to Villa. But still, you you just feel that they're not doing enough. I know if they want to be title contenders and as the day goes by i'm guessing all of us are getting closer and closer to joining the ole out camp no i um,
0: i'm ole in
2: you're ole in <laughs> well because <laughs> you're a liverpool supporter but the, but the thing is you know the more united continue like this the more people are going to make noise for ole to be sacked and
1: eventually you know they're going to
2: get their wish
1: i think i agree with you nick because i think united started the game really really well they they dominated in the first 20 or 30 minutes of of the first half but unfortunately, Villa was very, very resilient. Uh, Villa, Villa, but unfortunately, Everton was very resilient. Uh, they managed to to keep United at bay until your favourite player, Nick, Anthony Martial scored. <laughs> it was a good goal though, you have to admit. <laughs> but I think, again, uh, Ole... His tactics, he really can't break down the defence, right? When team plays that deep, only always have trouble breaking down their defence and that led to the counter-attack for the Everton equaliser.
2: I think we've reached a point now where you have to ask the question, is Ole a good manager? By and large, I think it's yes. But is he the right manager for a club like Man United, a club where the board and the supporters demand Premier League and Champions League titles? I personally don't think that he has done enough to be kept on, not not for the long term. Because he joined, I think, what in, in December 2018, if I'm not mistaken. We're already approaching December 2021. So he's coming up to three years at the club and what does he want? You know, not even the League Cup. So how much more time does he does he need there?
0: What you guys are feeling right now, right? This is exactly what Liverpool went through for the past 30 years. So,
2: back. yeah, so we, we, we've got another what tw- 28
0: years of pain before <laughs> things look better again. Hopefully, it'll be another 30 years in other <laughs> Premier League matches. Tottenham, uh, back to winning ways with a 2 1 win over Aston Villa, but Harry Kane remains uh, goalless. Arsenal drew nil-nil at Brighton while Leicester and Crystal Palace had a 2-0 draw. In La Liga, Barcelona's troubles continued, losing 2-0 at uh, Champions Atletico Madrid. Now, guys, the writing is definitely on the wall for Ronald Koeman.
2: I think, yes, we've agreed that the writing has been on the wall for him, I think, since the start of the season. But it's just a matter of when he's going to actually get the sack. Uh, Barca have come out and, and, you know, given him the the dreaded vote of confidence, which doesn't mean much like in this day and age. Uh, But like we've mentioned on the show before, I think with Barca, it's just a matter of can they afford to sack him? And is there any a, a suitable replacement to bring in?
1: Yes, Nick. And I don't think it's all sad and gloomy for kuman because I think he might have company if he's being sacked. Ole might accompany him for a couple of drinks later on. It was also a bad day for Real Madrid. They lost
0: uh, 2-1 to Espanyol and this comes off their uh, shock Champions League defeat. So, uh, misery loves company in La Liga.
1: Real did not play well. I think this is one of their worst performance ever. Ancelotti admitted that uh, they went 2-0 down before Benzema scored, just to give a lifeline, but it didn't materialise. But no worries to Real Madrid. It might be just a blip because they are still top of the table and uh, we don't need to see another Barcelona or another Manchester United in La Liga
0: oh man I have to check my blood pressure there was so much salt in that comment
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was quite
0: harsh moving on to uh, badminton guys Uh, we had the Sudirman Cup Malaysia defeated Indonesia in the quarterfinals but their campaign ended in the semis losing to uh, Japan again
1: to be honest, I think it was a great, great performance by the Malaysians. It was a very, very young squad. When was the last time that we've seen a great women's double or a women's single played for our country, right? So it's been quite a while. And I think Eskisona, Politan, and Mtina played well. They went all the way with the Olympic champions from Indonesia. And it is the first time that Malaysia beat Indonesia in the Sudan Cup. So that is actually a major feat in itself. But losing against the Japanese, I don't think they deserve any criticism because it was a gruesome battle against the Indonesian team. I'm pretty sure most of the players are tired. We actually exceeded our expectations because uh, the, the target was to reach the quarterfinals. And then we beat Indonesia to advance to the semis. I think it's a repeat of the, our best performance in 2009. So things are looking good for our badminton team.
2: And I think we also cannot overemphasize how young this team is. I mean, yes, we've got players like DZGI in there, but then uh, Kisona, Pearly, and Tina and all that are, are, you know, only just sort of like beginning their idea top level career so to see them get a result like this overall in the tournament is very encouraging to see and and that was the initial plan you know send out the young shuttlers so that they can gain exposure and experience and based on what they've shown so far like you said Karam I think the the future looks very
1: bright for for Malaysian badminton and I just hope that um, BAM produce more youngsters like this and give them more experience more exposure on international level so that we can keep producing players for our badminton team not just like like did. with the Chong Wei or Hafiz Hashim or Rustin Hashim, that we just hang on to that one player for what more than a decade before we need to find another replacement for them. So I just hope that this span continues by BM.
0: Uh, with that, China emerged as the winners, beating Japan in the final. Uh, moving on, the Thomas and Uber Cups they kick off this weekend in the Danish city of Aarhus in the middle of the street. Aarhus, oh, good lord. You're showing your age again, aren't you?
1: Karam, this will be another chance for the uh, youngsters to shine. Uh, sure, definitely. I'm, and I'm looking forward for Perlitan and Mtina to perform again. Aski I think she lost two straight games in the, in the Sudirman Cup. I hope she bounced back. It's not going to be easy. They're going to be facing Denmark this Saturday. And then the next day, they'll be facing China. So it's an uphill battle. But to the, to to all the badminton fans just bear in mind one thing that these players are so so young the Sudirman Cup is their first like real international tournament real big tournament so give them chance to grow And I'm pretty sure that they'll be good in the coming years.
0: Also happening this week is the Indian Wells Tennis Open. Lots of big names there. Lots of big names absent. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Also, there's the international
1: break. Uh, Yeah, right. What are we going to talk about next week, right? We can always talk about about Ole.
0: International break.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ole may finally
2: be out by then. You never know or
0: Koeman or both with that we have come to the end of yet another Potball Sportscast it has been great as always I am Faisal American and I am Karami Kamil and I am Nicholas Jobs. stay safe guys bye bye